Well, I'd like to talk to you today, this morning, about a subject lest we forget. In your Bible, to the book of Matthew, chapter number one, this morning, I'd like to bring you a message entitled, Lest We Forget. To think about something for just a minute because of the commercial emphasis that have been placed upon Christmas we need to call in back to the real biblical truth of what Christmas is all about. Not to be rash or harsh. If we're not careful, Christmas will become so commercial, it will become a heartache instead of a blessing. And you know it's the truth. Consider myself, I think in next week Christmas, I need to start my Christmas shopping, I'm sure. And I'll complete it and start it Christmas Eve. All of my presents are the right color. They always fit. Never have to take them back. If you do, you can take them back to me because it's always cash. We must be careful lest we forget. After Christmas, the students went back to school. A teacher asked three of her students to stand and tell the class how they had celebrated Christmas. One little boy stood and said, we're Catholics. So we went to Mass and woke up real early on Christmas morning, had breakfast as a family, opened our presents, and enjoyed the gifts and the rest of the day. And he sat down. Another little boy stood and said, well, we're Christians at our home. And we went to early service. I got up early the next morning, Christmas morning, and ate breakfast, opened the presents, And enjoyed the day together and enjoyed all the gifts that we received for Christmas. The last little boy stood and said, we're not Christmas. We're not Christians at our home. In fact, all of my family are atheists. We got up early just like all the other folks and we ate breakfast. We opened the presents. And then we all got in our car and drove to my father's department store and looked at all the empty shelves as a result of everybody else buying the Christmas presents. And then my daddy counted the money and we all drove to the bank singing, what a friend we have in Jesus. Lest we forget. Verse 18 of chapter 1. Now the birth of Jesus. The birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise. When as the, his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph. Before they came together. She was found with child of the Holy Ghost. 
Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privately. But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. Now I know some of these stories are hard to believe, aren't they? And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled which was spoken of the of the Lord by the prophet saying, Behold a virgin shall be with child and shall bring forth a son, shall call his name Emmanuel, which is being interpreted God with us. Then Joseph being raised from the sleep did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him and took him unto him his wife and knew her not till she brought forth her firstborn son, and he called his name Jesus. Our Father, today we thank you for the day. We thank you for the season. We thank you, Lord, for Jesus. We thank you for your divine plan by which in the mind of God you worked out this wonderful plan of salvation whereby we all must be saved. Now, I pray you're blessed today. Thank you for the folks that are here. May it be brief today, but to the point that we might understand how easy it is to forget what Christmas is all about. We pray and ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, this Christmas season, they say, begins with Black Friday and continues with Blue Saturday. Now, Blue Saturday is the results of Black Friday. Blue Sunday, Saturday is when we patch our wounds from Black Friday. The shopping frenzy that begins the Christmas season right after Thanksgiving. Somebody said retail stores opens at 4 a.m. God, I would not know about that. Can you imagine anybody? Let's go on. <laughs> they say the shoppers even camp on the sidewalks waiting for doors to open to get a bargain for Christmas. They say it's the busiest shopping day of the year. Merchants rejoice while churches recede. A time of giving it is to everyone except to whom the gift ought to be directed. It's the gospel according to Santa Claus. That's what Christmas has become. The gospel according to Santa Claus. Focus during the Christmas season has been blurred just a dab. Would you say that? Now, I'm not jumping on any of you, so go ahead and loosen up. The gospel according to Santa Claus can be defined for many the focus is placed on an overweight, jolly, fat, beardy old man 
who sits down at the busy malls making promises to our kids he has no intention of fulfilling. But instead placing a responsibility on parents to fulfill what old Saint Nick promised to come to pass. Which works into nothing more or less than materialism. And Christmas has become about junk instead of Jesus. And I am as guilty as anyone. And we all would have to hang our head in the face of our Lord and say, I'm sorry for what Christmas has become. And lest we forget Please allow me today to say that I'm not ashamed to say to anyone, Merry Christmas. And if it offends them, I am exceedingly hurt. (laughs) Temporarily. I am not ashamed of the manger scene. I am not ashamed of the season. Our kids at Joshua Christian Academy takes a Christmas vacation, not a winter break. You, are you with me? We are everything except politically correct around here. We're correct. It's just not political. <laughs> Amen? Unless we forget, could I please help you today for just a minute Lest we forget, Christmas is about Jesus. Look in your text. Christmas is about Jesus. You'll not find Santa Claus in the text that I read. I'm not against Santa Claus. I just wish the sucker would pay up. Because he's way behind at my house. Amen. Lest we forget, may I please remind you that Christmas is about Christ. Look in your text, verse 18. The Bible says, Now the birth of Jesus was on this wise. Verse 21. The Bible says, And she shall bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. Look at verse 23. And behold, a virgin shall be with child and shall bring forth a son. They shall call his name Emmanuel, being interpreted God with us. Notice, if you would please, in verse 25. The Bible said, and knew her not till she brought forth her firstborn son and she called him his name Jesus. Now I've read that text several times. Hadn't found Santa Claus anywhere. Rudolph Rudolph, the red-nosed reindeer, electricity must have went off and his nose went out. Didn't find him in there anywhere. 
I didn't find any slaves. I didn't find a Christmas tree. I didn't find Christmas lights. I didn't find anything that we've spent our money on decorating for a holiday in which we camouflage it and don't even really say who it's about. Christmas, lest you forget it, is about Christ. Amen. Notice, if you would, please, in the text, just a minute, I'd just like to share this with you for just a minute. Mary was a virgin, verse 18, and verse 23, and verse 25, all, without any reservation, says that the mother of our Lord was a virgin. She was without sin. She was a virgin. Notice something else about this text, that Joseph was not his father. He was espoused to Mary, but before they came together, she was found the child of the Holy Ghost. This is an unusual situation. Now, I want you to listen real intently to what I'm about to say. I'm quoting Matthew Henry, a commentator of the 1600s. Listen. The God who took a motherless woman out of the side of a man to make Eve took a fatherless man out of the body of a woman to make and produce Jesus. Now think about that a minute. The Son of God leaves the bosom of the Father and nurses on the breast of an earthly mother. The Son of God becomes also the Son of Mary. The Most High God becomes the Most Nigh God. That's Jesus. Think about it just a minute. The infinite, think of this now, the infinite becomes an infant. That's Jesus. That which is unseeable becomes visible. That which is infinite beyond comprehension becomes an infant. That's Christmas. Are you listening to me? Are you listening to me? Jesus was an earth, a heavenly child with an earthly mother. And he had a mother but had no father. Have you thought about this? Jesus made his own mother. He's the only one you know that's older than his mother and just as old as his father. That's what Christmas is all about. And we worry about junk. We have a nervous breakdown if we don't get enough junk. 
He was co-eternal, co-essential, co-existent, co-equal with the Father. But now he is human. God with us. Christmas is about Christ. Could we put him back in his right place? He who knew no sin became sin for us that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. He commended his love toward us and that while we were yet sinners, he came to Bethlehem's manger and there was made God with us. Lest we forget now, lest we forget, Christ is about Christmas. Could I help you a little bit more now? Lest we forget His name says it all. I want you to notice something, if you would, please. Verse 21, notice what the Bible says. His name reveals it all. In verse 21, the Bible says, And he shall call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from what? From their sins. His name shall be called Jesus. His name reveals his purpose for coming. It was not that we might decorate our house anew and afresh each year. Although they're beautiful and although they're expensive, his name reveals who he is and why he came. He came not so that we can bestow upon him a bunch of gifts. He came that he might bestow upon us the greatest gift of all, and that's eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. He came that he might save you and I not of our sins but from our sins. And Lord how we need deliverance from our sins. Do we not? Because we have no sense at all. We'll just keep wallowing around in those sins until they addict us, until they damn us, until they enslave us, until they actually kill us. And thank God he loved us so much. He came to save us from the power of our sins from the penalty of our sins, which is death and hell, and from the very presence of sin, thank God, and from the dominion of our sins. I thank God since I've been saved, the Bible says I'm free, free from this world of sin. I'm glad, bless God, that he came and his name says it all. Every time you say the name Jesus, you are declaring to everybody the purpose why he came. He came to save us from our sins. Notice his name says everything about Christmas and they shall call his name Emmanuel. Notice this now, verse 25, I think it is. Emmanuel being interpreted God with us. His name declares to us his person, 
He is not just anybody. He is God with us. Do you know since you've been saved, you haven't gone any place that you didn't take God with you? Do you know you have not said one word that Jesus Christ was not party to and listened to and you are a victor or a victim? I'd just like to remind you today, lest you forget that Christmas is about Christ and his name, his name settles it out. His name declares it all to us. Notice, if you would please, shall call his name Emmanuel. It reveals his person. Acts 4 and 12 says, there's not a name under heaven given whereby man must be saved. His name declares his power. You know, you th- I look at some of you guys. Before you got saved, wasn't you a helpless mess? You say, how do you know that? I've talked to your wives. But you, you're a hopeless, helpless mess. Were you not? The places you went, you'd be embarrassed to tell your kids about today. The things you did, the things you thought, and the things you, you participated in was absolutely a, a terrible, terrible mess, was it not? Huh? Was it not? And then Jesus came. Wasn't that something? And Jesus came. Delivered you from all that junk. That's what Christmas is all about. Christmas is all about Christ and what he's done and his purpose. Now I want to close. You said you're kidding. No. Well, since Brother Sean put that new Super duper get along clock up there. I can't even, I can't even tell time. If it ain't got hands on it, I can't tell time on that. You said, you mean there's a clock up there? Not really, but it just makes you feel better. Are we guilty? Are we guilty of commercializing this holy day that we call a holiday? But I want you to know something. Christ should be about Christmas. And when you say his name, it declares everything you need to say about Christmas. It tells about his presence. It tells about his purpose. It tells about his power. Uh, isn't God good? You can't say the name of Jesus without you proclaiming the power, the presence, and the person of our Lord. Now I want to show you something. Christmas should not have been a surprise to anybody. Early, 4,000 years before God ever hung the star in the sky to guide the men from the east. 4,000 years now, the heavenly choir has been practicing for the day, Christmas, when Christ is to be born. Because over yonder in the book of Genesis, Moses penned, in chapter 3 of the book of Genesis. And he says very early to that serpent as he followed around and wallowing around on his belly, he says, I will put enmity between thee and the woman 
and between her seed and thy seed. Genesis 3, 15, listen. Immediately after man fell and sinned and sent us on a headlong spin into hell. Verse 15, I'll put enmity between thee and her seed and he shall bruise thy head and you shall bruise his heel. You know what he's talking about? Isn't it amazing that every child is born is the seed of man? But in the fullness of time, God sent forth his son made of a woman. Huh? The seed of the woman, not the man. A heavenly child with no earthly father. And at Calvary, Satan bruised the heel of the seed of the woman. But at Calvary, the seed of the woman bruised the head, not the heel of Satan. And when the fullness of time was come, God sent forth his son made of a woman, made under the law, to redeem those that are under the law. Should not have been a surprise on Bethlehem's morn when the baby was born because the choir's been practicing for 4,000 years and God's been working on that star for 4,000 years to sling it. And the prophet Isaiah said 750 years before he was born, behold, a virgin shall conceive. Huh? It should not have been a surprise. Most of us act like it's a surprise that it's his birthday, not ours. But Christmas should not be a surprise to anybody because it was in the mind of God before you were ever created. Aren't you glad of that today? Lest we forget, we need to remember these things. And here I'd like to just leave this with you in closing. Christmas has a lesson for all of us about obedience. Now I want to talk about Joseph, Mary's husband, for just a minute. I read for you out of the book of Matthew, and it says, before they came together, verse 18, she was found with child. Now you just stop right there for just a minute. The rest of the phrase says, of the Holy Ghost. Put your place in Joseph's place. And your bride-to-be, beyond reproach, beautiful beyond imagination, respectful young lady, above reproach in all areas. For one year now, they're going to be a spouse. For one year now, Mary 
is going to be observed and watched to the nth degree. She leaves for three months and goes sees her cousin Elizabeth. She comes back and there's a little notice that her family is out front of her. Joseph must have thought, ain't that strange? Most probably felt disappointed maybe. Have you ever felt disappointed? Has anybody ever shot your bird out of the sky? Boom. Have your glass castles ever started to crumble? Questioning God's will and God's way in your life? And she is found with child. I don't know about you. I might have some problems here. Would any of you fellows? Now, Joseph is in a dilemma. First thing we would do, we would Google this. finding directions on how to get out of this mess. But now notice verse 20. I want you to notice now, Bob. Be careful that you're going to learn something. And while he thought on these things, not repulsive, not without thought, while he thought on these things, wouldn't it be nice if some of us would throw our brain in the gear before we engaged our mouth. <laughs> no, I knew it, you healthy you. That's the Baptist term of how to get out of this mess. And while he thought on these things, what happened? the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream. Isn't it amazing how God works in our life? God gave us a mind to think with, rationale by which to think with. And God uses Joseph pondering these things in his heart on what to do. Well, the law says she's to be stoned. The religious crowd said she is a fornicative woman and actually told Jesus he was the result of fornication. The law says, stone her! His friends said, divorce her. God said, believe her. What a guy. 
Well, I'm so glad that Joseph agreed to obey. Because the Bible said to obey is better than sacrifice. Did it say that? Notice what it said. Verse 21, the angel told Joseph, And thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sin. Nine months later, verse 25, And he knew her not till she had brought forth her firstborn son. And he, Joseph, called his name, what? Christmas is about obeying. Christmas is about Christ. But Christmas teaches us something about obedience. I'm reading out of the book of Deuteronomy. Chapter 11, verse 26, in closing, God said, Behold, I set before you this day a blessing and a curse. A blessing if you obey the commandments of the Lord, which I command you this day, and a curse if you will not obey the commandments of the Lord your God. Did you hear that? God said, I set before you today a blessing and a curse. You want God to bless you? Obey God. If you want to live under a curse, then obey you. I thought I'd just drop by today and preach a simple message lest we forget that Christmas is about Christ and blessings as a result of obeying what he says. You know, I think, wouldn't it be nice today that we would remember this Christmas to thank God for his unspeakable gift. Not be too worried about what you're going to get, but worried about what you already have because he came and gave himself for us. Wouldn't it be something if we remembered this Christmas to show our love to our family and our friends. Not gifts, love. Not gifts, but ourself. How many families are hurted today because daddy too busy to give himself to the family? Oh, we'll give them money, we'll give them junk, we'll give them all these trinkets and what have you when they really want you. Wouldn't it be something if we remember this Christmas to give our family and friends the love they deserve? Wouldn't it be something this Christmas if we remembered to share the old, old story about Christmas? Amen? I thought I'd just drop by day to remind you of these things.
lest we forget. 